You guys, we, we met. We met when we were on vacation, and we and we talked about our strengths and our weaknesses. And it was just a big pit of weaknesses. <laughs> and then there was one strength, and it was us doing breaks. <laughs> we have one strength, and that's when we quit talking for a while. <laughs> yeah. Our best our best week so far of this podcast was last week. No episode. <laughs> we nailed it. What a week it was. <laughs> we didn't embarrass ourselves the first time in two and a half months. Um, one thing that I just want to do mm-hmm. at the beginning of this episode is tell people what this show is. Yep. It's Two Degrees of Perry Gilpin. It's a show where we talk about TV and movies and then sometimes talk about how Perry Gilpin relates to them, but mostly talk about how much we like Perry Gilpin. Yeah. And, and her Instagram. Yep. And dumb stuff that we do. Right. Four Degrees. So, Kendra, guess what? What? I watched Fleabag. Yeah. Like a little fucking late. Like three weeks too late. <laughs> yeah. And I did it, like, a good part of the reason I did it is is that I knew it would make you angry that I watched it after, after. we had already talked about it. Yeah. And after you had already talked about it. And now I'm bringing it up again. And what did you think? Oh, it's great. Like you said, only six episodes. Most of them weren't even more than like 26 minutes long. I know. Really easy to get through. Like two and hours and some change. Yeah. Lots of change. Maybe. But... Yeah. Like eh, two, two and a half hours. Exactly. Let's say that. But yeah, I mean, um, right from the start, I think I texted you like five minutes in and I was like, this is a delight. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, mm-hmm. that's her name. She's great. And she, so great. yeah, I mean, she, it's her, it's like her show through and through. Did she create it? I don't know. Did she write it? I think so. It doesn't matter because she stars in it and she is the star. No, of she it. definitely is like, like the she creator. Is, she of is it. Fleabag. She is one great Fleabag. <laughs> but yeah, what a um, what a delightful show that mostly um, minds um, you know depression and self hatred and um, you know uh, not really feeling any place in life. Mm-hmm. All while being very funny. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. And it's because she pulls it off. Yeah. She's a delight. She's very funny. And, um, you know, it's sort of, uh, I mean, it's sort of fitting that we're talking about her now. Yes. Because we're two weeks in to the run of Solo. <laughs> it is so fitting. That oh, my God. It just so happened. She plays L3. Is that the name of her I robot? I think it's L3, yeah. She plays the name of her robot because she plays a robot. Yep. Um, and she's a, she's like a, she's a robot for robots rights. She's Captain Lando Calrissian's co-pilot. Right. Second in command. Yeah. Whatever. Robot. If you ask her, she say she does not work for him. Right. We saw the movie. She works for him. <laughs> but there's a, there's a real relationship there. Right. Maybe yeah. too much of a relationship. Right. Or not too much, but like interesting. I think I also, I think I watched too many of the fun things like yeah. I, because I was I slowly was like wow I think I really like Phoebe Waller-Bridge I want to like soak in all of her content yep and then I watched like a bunch of interviews with her and a bunch of all this stuff so like I was kind of just wanting her yeah like <laughs> well and, yeah and you find out that she was actually on set like she was wearing like the green she was suit wearing this green robot and, like, suit yeah, and, and like, like robot it, parts like she had some robot parts on 
<laughs> yeah, it just looked absurd. It was like, it was just like, I wanted that. I wanted how funny that was. Yeah. Um, what if the movie was just her? Like, they actually just showed what they shot. They were like, you know what? You know what? Let's, her physical comedy is so good and you don't even get it as what good when you see What does that dumb movie have to lose? I, nothing. Yeah, just like. Just give make it a it, shot. Give it a shot. But she was still good in it. She was really good. I just was, I think I was really hyped up because yeah. I think they really wanted to make it seem like, wow, this movie has so many characters yeah. and everyone's got these really interesting stories. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. It's no. just solo story. Yeah, well. Run solo, solo. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I mean, I think that they, I, I think they're trying to fill the screen with other stories because his story isn't that interesting, right. if we're being honest. Um, which I think everyone kind of, when they said they were doing this, people were like, well, like, we love we love Han Solo in the original movies and it's Harrison Ford but like yeah. nobody was like we need to see where that guy comes from <laughs> right, like the whole exactly. point of him that was good is that we didn't know where he came from right and he was just a person he was like this rakish jerk yeah that sort of played off like the sort of do-goodery of everyone else yeah and ultimately did good so like even in his arc in those movies wasn't all that interesting <laughs> <laughs> no I mean but but I mean just getting back to the movie um I think for me, I found it to be um, a lot of fun, and mostly because of the even just the voice performance of Phoebe Waller Bridge or Donald Glover oozing charm off the screen, doing like almost very little, but like right. just just like him and his capes right. and wonderful blouses. He had great can, blouses. Can, yeah, can pull you through, but um, there's not a lot to it, and we don't want to get into any spoilers. Although I think Kendra does. I don't She's been want itching to, to spoil. No. She's like, I'm going to spoil this Star Wars movie. No, it's... I'm it, going to bury it. It's not doing well in the uh, box office anyway. Now it's going to get the I whole... it did well originally, and then it's just like tapered well, off. Well, even originally, I don't even know what the original estimates were, but it made like $105 million over the four-day weekend, and they were like, oh, what a stinker. Oh, my God. Yeah. How much did it cost? It co- so well, much it cost, money. They it made cost, so much well, money. Well, they're not releasing how much it cost, because they had to reshoot almost everything. Because they, they fired the directors. Whoa. The guys that did the Lego movie and um, 21 Jump Street, Lord and Miller, they were fired. They didn't get along with the Disney people, so they brought in Ron Howard. Weird. And he was like, yeah, well, I'll do it. That is a very, very convincing <laughs> Ron what, Howard. What do you stand on Ron Howard? Like, when you think of Ron Howard, what do you think? I think of exactly. No, I think of Arrested Development. It's Arrested Development, right? Because yeah. I was thinking about that, because for me, he means something completely different. For people 10 years older than me, he means something even more different. And then people before that, this guy was on the Andy Griffith show when he was a kid. Right, so right, people right. our parents' age are like, fucking Andy Griffith. Right. And then people my, like, brother and sister's age, like a little bit older, are like, fucking Happy Days. And then people like me are like, Splash, Happy Days, <laughs> Apollo 13. Like, right. All that and then dumb I'm stuff. just like arrested. And then you're like only voice. arrest development. All that other shit is trash. <laughs> That's what I always say. Down with splash. No, but it's down pretty, with it's, splash. It's pretty. It's actually pretty. It's like it's it's an interesting. Like that's the only interesting thing about Ron Howard. Also, is wh- how he pops up. He's like every, continues to pop up. Yeah. And the thing is, with this pop up, is is actually not. I don't think it's going to work all that well because people aren't really into this movie. It seems so. Like I don't know if like him doing the movie coming in and. You know, saving it, it didn't actually happen. So right. the story's not there this time, unfortunately. Uh, and now Arrest Development um, is on its own spiral. Has its own problems, yeah. yeah. And people are saying that the new season's actually pretty good. But yeah, my they brother don't, watched but it. But they don't want to like great. it. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it's a That's bummer. It's a true issue where you're like, it's good. <sighs> it's, yeah, it's interesting. Like, um, you know, there's obviously, there's, there's worse examples of it, but like, just like how your relationship changes with shows like uh, Cosby and mm-hmm. even like Seinfeld now. 
like that much lesser level obviously but like I, I like Jerry Seinfeld annoys me yeah and so now I'm like I don't want to even deal with Seinfeld yeah. and then there's also Michael Richards I mean I'm taking us down a dark path right here. just the path of awful men yeah the path take of awful men well, take us down take us down but that's the thing they end up ruining everything everything for everyone actually mm-hmm. you know what's funny is like it's almost the exception that proves rule like the whole Roseanne thing Mm-hmm. because it was a woman she's a woman <laughs> but she was acting like a man finally she got to do it and she got to ruin the jobs for everyone else in her yeah, cast exactly. by being awful right <laughs> like it's yeah. almost interesting like well what's weird about this oh right it's not a man <laughs> can i tell you the funniest thing that i thought did you see mindy kaling being like uh laurie metcalf and john goodman like let me write tv for you and it's like okay we're choosing the like they're fine yep they're super great actors yeah. and kind of were slumming it to do a TV show again. I, I get, they all seemed enthusiastic about no, it. No, of course. I mean, did you see what um, John Goodman said? Yes. At he, the, at the, uh, Oh, he, he, what did he say? No, where he was. No. When the reporter talked to him, oh, was he was getting his car serviced. He oh was my at, God. He was at like the Audi dealership. Oh my. <laughs> Wait, John Goodman drives an Audi? I forget what it oh, was, okay. but you know what I mean. I think it wasn't. That's what someone said, but I, I don't have enough proof. Just, the seats are usually small, and I, I, I'm like, this is, I'm not making a comment on, on like him in a bad way. It's just he is a bigger dude. I, I mean, I wouldn't personally want an Audi. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. You're Audi I'm a, there. I'm a, I'm a Huskyman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. But what? It, so what I had read is that he was like, I don't want to. I'm gonna, I'm going to not say anything because I, it'll only cause more problems or something like mm-hmm. that. Is that what he said? Yeah. Which yeah. which was the smart thing to do, which is what all these like celebrities should do. But what was he gonna say? Who knows? Well, I think he probably wasn't. Oh, he, did you he hear what he Roseanne. said after it? Though? No. Oh, because all right. So there's been. Uh, no. At, uh, in that same conversation, he said, "Well." I haven't, I've been up for an Emmy a lot of times and I never got oh, yeah. one. So I guess it's, that's going to be the same. <laughs> so you think that was him just trying to like deflect in a funny way? I think it was. Because obviously well, also, like, he's I mean, not like, the type that's like, I needed my Emmy and now right. I can't get it. Like, well, also he was not going to get an Emmy for that performance. Oh, right. He should get an Emmy for every performance. <laughs> no, but like but... TV is different now. Yeah. Where it's like in the past that might have yeah, that, no, no, no. that's some Frasier stuff. Yeah. Speaking of people who deserve, well, especially with Emmys, the, the Academy being so liberal, you know. <laughs> no, but I think there is an element of like now that TV's so good, he was <laughs> never. Yeah, gonna although get an Emmy. although there is a, there is something you said like like they finally get to reward him if they Ted really Danson. if they really like him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Listen. I mean, I'm just saying the good yeah, place. He's great in it. Like Goodman's good too. It's like He's real a good acting man. in a comedy. good man, good place. I don't know. I don't know. I love John Goodman and never think that I don't. I just think it's it's it it brings up the thing where like even he could be he's like close to being tainted by this. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I blame Roseanne for that. <laughs> yeah, no, it is nice that it. I'm glad he didn't say anything because I just want to. I want to maybe wonder about what he was going to say, but I also like part of the problem is is like I. I, I think there were issues with the show even before this all happened. Right. Which we don't need to get into. In the original show? This show. Okay. This iteration of the show. I really like the original Roseanne. Yes. And I mean, it's hard I for mean, me. I mean, unbelievable show. Like, at the time. I, what I like about the movie is that whenever anyone says, Oh, I'm going to go see Solo... There is such a long period of recognition where the other person doesn't know what they're saying. That's my favorite part about the movie. 
No, like I, multiple times it's like, hey, I'm going to go see. If you say to someone in person, mm. oh, I want to go see Solo. They're like, what? And you're like, Solo. I want to, I'm going to go see Solo. A, and then a Star like, Wars story. And then they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the movie Solo. And they're like, mm. right, right, right. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I wanted to see that too. Or they've seen it. And they just, there's no recognition on that title. Huh. Have you noticed? Like, it's mm. happened between us. It's happened between no. you and Chris. It's happened between everyone. I've I've only talked about it with diehard nerds, I guess. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> well, I mean, I do have a friend who is counting down to this day from like two months ago. Wow. So he was like, you excited about Solo? Solo's in a month. You excited about Solo? Solo's in three weeks. So yeah. I, Solo's been ringing through this little, little hollow head of mine for a long time now. Um, my one thing is I felt like everyone, I couldn't tell, oh, I just have issues with like, I know that it's like a cool film because it's like lit in a different way and the audio is in a different way. Well, I, the audio thing, we don't know. I, I found that the pitches, maybe I'm slowly going deaf, but probably, um, but the pitches of everyone's voice yeah. were really like. It was, there was always a lot of background noise happening as well as conversation, which is like yeah. fun, but not actually like that enjoyable, especially when the thing you're most excited about is seeing everyone's charisma. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. I wanted to see, I wanted to like to see Donald Glover a little bit more yeah. and hear him a little bit more, yeah. but there was always like, eh, like other I, noises. See, and... I always have that problem. I, I, I don't have great hearing, but I didn't have it this time. And I'm wondering if it's because I'd already seen it. And that makes so me you think were that, like, you fill in makes a me, lot more place. makes me think that when I... When I saw it at, at sort of another bad theater, to be honest with you, as far as like um, the sort of screen being tinted blue the entire time, um, I, maybe the sound was better there. And, and I really, I don't know what of that was our theater because once again, yeah, it's not a great theater. We saw this at the Woody Allen Theater, which is a total shit box. So like, I don't know. It could be the movie, right? We just don't know. We'll never know. And, and, and I'm never watching and it I again. Told, told, <laughs> yeah, and I told people t- we're talking about the the like the, the look of it. Um, and like the cinematographer is, is very well known and like does beautiful work, does beautiful work and kind of took this on and he wanted to do something kind of different with it. And it doesn't translate to a lot of the theaters apparently. And, and you just wonder like what you kind of have to keep that in mind. I think if you're making a, if you're making a blockbuster or even just so if you're, if you're making a, a movie that's like, you know, like going for darkness, but you want it to have some sort of, uh, you want to be, you want it to have like a subtle palette that way. Like you need to make sure that it's translating to the, mm-hmm. all these movie theaters. Because I think half the people seeing this in the theater are like, "Well, that movie looks like shit," and it was like, "No, it's supposed to look like shit." Like it's like one right, of those arguments, right. and you're like, yeah. "But I didn't like the look." But you're not supposed to like the look. No, but I think part of it's like you, if you're just seeing it on the screen, they were saying legal regal cinemas like weren't projecting it in the correct way, so it mm. just looked like sort of flat and dark. Yeah. And didn't have that sort well, of... Well, for me, it reminded me of... I kept thinking my contacts were messed up. <laughs> like, you know when your contacts are just a little bit away from your eye? And you're like, oh, i got to blink these babies in. And I kept blinking, and I was like, this is not me. I just I just pictured two things. One, that appearing on the ad, on like, in the newspaper. Like, I thought something was wrong with my contacts. And then I pictured the cinematographer... Like seeing that and like tearing and that in this movie and be like these fucking people, right? Like, exactly. Why don't I even try? Because he was like, I don't even want. I'm like an like an artist. Like I, I don't I even want to slum down to this. Like, it's really I just I just I wear multifocal lenses. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough, man. I never know if we're doing close up or far away. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, and then my other thing was just that I thought that I wanted more of the personality of everyone. Yeah, and I felt like like Donald Glover, he was playing. I like. I wanted him to just be as charming as he was in all those pressers. The real moral of the story is don't watch pressers. <laughs> he was as charming as that, I think. He was, but I was like, I guess I wanted more of him. I wanted more yeah. time with him. I like wanted. Why isn't that a movie? Screw a, another solo movie. Just do a Lando movie. Well, the t- the talk is they might, right? Because they're, they're 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 people are saying we want a Lando movie, and these uh these money grubbing Disney people are like, like, what's that? Yes, exactly. Would Ooh. you like more of it? You know, like they just they'll they'll not they won't ignore that. I don't right. think. And I think they signed a bunch of the principals here for like three movie right. deals, which I think they always do, so they don't have to pay them just in a case, lot if this yeah. thing blew up. But I didn't. Yeah. I bet you Lando would do a lot better. And yeah. Yeah, I think that that would be a good focus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Well. Cool. Uh. <laughs> On to the next one. Okay. What did we watch, Kendra? We watched um, Gifted. Yes. Uh, with uh, Chris Evans and Jenny Slate. Mm-hmm. Um, they're popular for <laughs> different things. Yes. Uh, Chris Evans, you may know as... Cap. Captain. Yeah. Captain. Captain America. Yeah. Um, you may know Jenny Slate as Marcel the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> and we've already we've already talked about them and her. Uh, we're big fans yeah. of them and as her. a pair. Them as a pair, her. And I'm gonna be real, the reason we watch this movie is because it was a hundred and three minutes or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the <laughs> shortest one of the ones we were looking at. Yep. But also this is where they met, right? Um it seems like this is where things really... Yeah, 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 yeah. Heat it up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but um, the general premise of the movie is that... I was just about to ask. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick up pick up on it when we watched. Chris Evans is an uncle. Does he also have an alcohol problem? That's never brought up. <laughs> I think it's painted as totally normal in the movie. I know it is. And it matches my life, so <laughs> it's all good. Perfect. Um, anyway, Chris Evans is the uncle of a daughter of a girl who's okay. Wait, she is a daughter. She is not daughter. his daughter. Though. Not his daughter. Yeah. He is the uncle because his sister died. She's a mathematician. Yeah, his brilliant. sister. Yeah, a brilliant Genius. mathematician, yeah. like next level. Yeah. And then his uh, this niece. She has, she has, she has her right, and then I think almost immediately after, I think she takes her own life, right? I don't think it was almost immediately. I think it was I think like, she was a baby, though. Really? I, yeah, I think it was he like had her for like three years, like at three years old, a young toddler. Okay, sure. Who actually knows? We if should. you do know, give us a call. She was very young, and and now she's still almost as young. <laughs> it's a few <laughs> she's years like later. Six she's like years seven. Old. Yeah. Um, but she's a, she's turning into a genius, and he's like trying to keep her undercover, and that was a big question that I had. We're, we're both we're we're supposed to infer that he hasn't put her into school or like preschool at all yet, and now he's like, I need to get her into school to first grade because, because she, needs she needs to start making friends, and I've been hiding her because they know the implications of genius because he saw what happened to his sister. Yes. Yeah. And so he's always trying to keep her. Like, he wants her to just be a good person and not, and, like, have friends and have, like, experiences versus be a genius because he thinks that's what um, 
yeah. killed his sister. And what I kind of like about the movie is that he never really expresses that in any way that seems healthy at all. <laughs> <laughs> like the entire time he's like, I, I want her to fail because then she'll have a normal life and be miserable like the rest of us, but not like too miserable like the rest of us. It, it never, he never, I never thought he thought about what he was actually saying. Because right. I could see if you were like, I think we have to monitor it. Maybe we kind of put her into a special school, but I, I want to make sure that she's like meeting people and doing kid things too. He never says that. It's one of right. those movies where I actually think it's pretty well written. And it's, I actually really, I'll just come on and say, I think it was a good movie, not mm-hmm. a great movie, a good movie. But there were a couple times where you just want to slap the main character and say, like, why are you saying this? Just say this. It seems so obvious to me that you wouldn't be like, no, she's gonna, I'm going to make her dumb and she'll be happy. Because like, he literally has a line where he's yeah. like, uh, yeah, just dumb her down a little. Yeah. And you're like, you gotta dumb her down a little and then she'll have a great life. And you're like, whoa, dude. <laughs> By the way, we also learned, like, well into the movie that Chris Evans, the, like the boat repairman down in Florida, right. who's raising this um, this girl on his own, uh, used to be a BU professor in philosophy. Right. It's very absurd. <laughs> and he says, uh, associate professor. And you're like, shut up. You had tenure. And he knows enough about math to talk about it with his daughter, too. And obviously, I know he's not like on her level or his sister's level, but he could at least... He's like enough of an academic where he has those like sort of touch points. No, he knows this stuff. Yeah, and you're like, what? And then it dawned on us as we were watching. We're like, oh my god, this is Chris Evans Goodwill Hunting. It's just like it's... he's like side character. Oh no, Goodwill no, hunting. I think the girl was Goodwill Hunting. What? No, she hasn't lived life. Well, no one. I mean, all I mean is like she was just. This movie. She was the one who. This movie's like Goodwill Hunting because of her genius factor. Yeah. But Chris Evans is playing Google Hunting in this new form of Google Hunting. <laughs> this is like Google Hunting and his daughter. Like right, PG-13. he's not the genius, but he's the I'm uh, I'm just I'm just scraping by right now. I you know right right I, I, oh yeah you yeah. know like I, right like I'm I, a boat I, repair man, yeah. but I also could just I can't I can't really I can't try because that'll that'll admit to me that things matter and that'll be over like like that sort yeah. of thing like I can't buy into that yet, which is like. Google Hunting at the time was supposed to be like 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Evans in this movie is 83 and he should be over that. I'm just saying. But Well, it was also absurd um, because at some point, so uh, his mother wants to take uh, ownership oh, yeah. over the kid and has not bothered until it's found out that this kid's really smart. Yeah, right. Um, so then she's like, Oh, I want to work with this kid, and the mother seems like the impetus for a lot of terrible things that happened in the in his sister's life, in yep. Chris Evans' sister's life. So he's like, "Uh, like please no." And then they do a custody battle, and then at some point you realize she's uninsured, and they move to Florida. And you are there are some you, there, yeah, you're like go Chris Evans, and then like he says the dumb down thing, and you realize he doesn't have health insurance because he doesn't have like a like a full time job. And then the person said, uh, "He's like, oh, so if she gets hurt." What are you gonna do? Like repair a doctor's boat? And I was like, that's actually a very good idea. Is that what someone said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. missed that line. What yeah, a great yeah, line! Yeah, it's oh, a I really line. got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like maybe I am with grandma on this one. But you're not but with she's grandma not. because she actually she seems like someone who, if she could, would cut the brain out of her granddaughter and put it in a jar so that she could I don't use it think to get so. the problem. I, I... No, she's sweet in parts, but when okay, I think that obviously she has. She's she's not a good mother or grandmother. Right. And she she has sort of her own place 
in mathematics in mind when she wants her daughter or granddaughter to like solve one of these like right. big equations that we looked up at the time and we don't remember what they are. There's Apparently seven there's like big seven ones and only one's, only been, one's solved. been solved. Look it up. It's yeah. uh, it's they mentioned in the movie and we're like there's no way this is right. Like seven equations and then we were like, "Oh wait, it is." It's seven and only one's o- been solved. Only one's been solved. Except we find out in this movie <laughs> cuz we can get it as spoilers. Yeah, yeah. No one cares about this movie gifted that the daughter a long time ago actually had solved it or at least had a, a like a proposal of, or something that was like a strong case for it, but she hid it away and told Chris Evans, "Do not release this until Mom dies." Well, she said, is, yeah. "Oh, but the line was yeah. so good." Yeah. She was like, uh, "She didn't want it released till post mortem." Yeah, and and uh, the grandmother's like, "She's been dead yeah. for three years." Yeah, 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 and then he's like, "She didn't mean herself." Yeah, and then the mom, it, it like registers on the mom that she's like, "I had to die." Yeah, before I, this could be released. Yeah. But Whew, he ends up crazy. using he ends up using that to sort of bargain and get get um. To, I keep on saying Dakota Fanning. Every every little blonde girl is Dakota Fanning. <laughs> Might as well be. Like even, yeah, yeah. even Elle Fanning is Dakota right, right. Fanning. And like, also it, they're old now. Like the Fannings <laughs> no, are full blown adults. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's <laughs> they can like, probably drink. <laughs> oh yeah, I think they can. Yeah, but it's no. She's Dakota Fanning. This, by the way, this child actress. I, I forget her name. She's Dakota Fanning. Right. She can cry. She's a very good crier. Also, she like it, re- and she can hit. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, she can cry and hit. She was amazing. She was very good. Um, also, it's really sad. Just two other small notes. Can I just say they asked her to cry like ten times in this film, and I actually think it was probably like trial, child, like cruelty to a child <laughs> to ask her to like weep, weep, yeah, like like where does no, what's the also, place she goes to? I know exactly as an where she goes to. Oh, they just don't feed her lunch. <laughs> okay, yep. I used to cry. When <laughs> and then that you happened. get cranky, yeah. and then ah! suddenly you're like. <laughs> that is the funny thing about kids is like when they're cranky, like they just lose their shit and right. start crying. Right. Because we can't do that as adults. We just get like grumpy. Right. Like, I would just be whatever. Like, and then like someone's like, just eat a Snickers, and you're like, oh, that's a commercial. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, well, you're you're two points. Sorry about that. Oh, um, the reason why that I think the grandma would store brains in jars. She the kid ends up going to a foster family because that's like the compromise they come to. Yeah. yeah. So she goes to a foster family, like a really rich family, but the grandmother secretly has set it up so that there's. They're in like this guest house. Yeah. And the um, the reason Chris Evans figures this out is because <laughs> uh, Jenny Slate, his girlfriend, who they it was a pretty charming. They're very charming together. Uh, girlfriend. Slash, whatever. Sig- <laughs> they hooked moment. up and then didn't talk to each other and then. No, they were flirting yeah, or something. Flirting. Who knows? But she takes a photo. We, of, did, we didn't mention the main, like the character you're about to bring up. The whole time, Jenny Slate's had, the teacher. They had a no. They had a one-eyed cat named Fred. This whole time, the whole time, beautiful they had this cat, great cat, one-eyed. Who, by the way, great part of the film. Yes. A lot of great shots of Fred just yeah, hanging out. He's a real star. Too. Yep, yep. He could cry on command. I bet oh if God. we gave him a chance. No. Well. <laughs> um. So the the one-eyed cat has been in the family, and then the, he's like one of my deals. If this foster thing happens. The cat needs to go with her because, mm-hmm. like, she loves this cat. Um, and anyway, then Jenny Slate texts him a photo, which he gets on his, like, really old cell phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it still comes through. And it's it's a thing being like, 
like one eye like adopt this one eye cat and then he runs to the adoption yeah. place the cat is literally about to be like euthanized next, yeah, next and, in line. and he's like I'm here about the Fred, the one I cat. Yeah. And she's like, you can't go back there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> His biceps flex yep. as he opens the door. Um, That's another funny thing. <laughs> is when he has to play regular roles like this, he's still way too big. Just to, I know like he would be like somewhat strong, but he's still wearing like these like tight tees. And he's like, hey, I'm your, uh, well, but also I'm he- your guardian. You know, like... <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes for you. We'll, we'll get Fred back. I don't know. You know, it's like, Not a guardian. <laughs> guardian, kid. Yeah, his uh, accent in this was like d- weird, too. Like He kind of went for it at times, but kind of didn't at other times. I didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, we knew that. I don't think he knew what he was doing. Anyway, opens the door. Well, also, we thought for a while that it was said in Massachusetts because everyone was from Massachusetts who yeah. was in the movie. Yeah. Okay, so he opens the door, and literally, <laughs> Fred is like, in a thing, yeah. there's needles da- on the da- dangling over a huge cauldron uh, <laughs> of death. Yeah, of, of, of yeah, of, of, <laughs> of no, acid. There's and it's like, <laughs> and he he takes his Captain America uh, shield and he just throws and, it across. Yeah, yeah, breaks and he, the law. And he murders the cat. It was <laughs> who saw this coming? I didn't know this was part of the uh, MCU, but yeah. Sorry, go ahead. That's all not true. Anyway, he storms in, and they, and there's three cats waiting to be murdered. Yeah. And there's little, um, he's, the doctor's like about to pick up the needle. Yeah. And the doctor's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, really made me think about kill shelters. It's really sad. And, and yeah. And so he, he also, ends up, they put a poster up and then they just murder it. I know this is like the next day. This seemed a little, yeah, quick. it seemed fast. But he, Although she was at the library. You never know. So he, he knows once to get rid of Fred, like who's allergic oh, to cats? Oh, because one of the people is like. He's like, why, like, why was she put up? And it was like, oh, they said there was an allergy problem. And he's like, no one else in this fucking world yeah. is allergic to cats except for my mother. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah, but, well, because I know they, they they know that they checked that for the foster home too. Like, like, like they they would know the foster parents like because they would have said up front. Oh no, we oh, can't. Right, but they said, of course, of course, we love them. Uh, anyway, so then they go into this other room. I just think it's it made the foster parents seem like. Like what's funny? I was gonna say actually, they they actually were very sweet. They're very sweet, but you hate them so much. Well, also because everything they did, they were they were like pawns in this grandmother's scheme that was really. I really gross. wanted Captain America to beat him up. I'm just <laughs> gonna know. say right now, and he could have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but and anyway, I, and I know you hate when you know violence, violence still. Yeah, but we both wanted to see them beat up. Yeah, right? yeah. Both of them. <laughs> it's insane. Just maybe like a head doink and just <laughs> boink, knock, knock, you know. Like, he just hits their heads together? They, they fall down? They had a boathouse. Uh, anyway. <laughs> he's then... Then he, like, runs in, and the grandmother is in the, like, little guest house yeah. with the daughter. With two other and nerds. There's, there's, like, old men, like, yeah, 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 writing yeah. down things on whiteboards, yeah. and that's when I was like, this grandmother's awful, yeah, because yeah. you should not be forcing a seven-year-old to hang out but that's the price of with greatness, older men. Canada. For for math, yeah. Who needs for math? math? <laughs> anyway, that's when he does the trade. <laughs> that's when he trades his uh, his sister's last wishes for the daughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I. The, the movie was it had its moments. <laughs> the, the cat. I the love the cat. I love Chris Evans. I love Jenny Slate. Me too. I um I did have a problem with Octavia Spencer's role because I feel like she, she keeps, she keeps getting that. roles like that she's like the best friend, right? And like she's like she's like the neighbor, 
Right. Who like loves the kid. Loves the kid and and hangs out a lot and probably like helps make up for what a what a subpar performance Chris Evans is doing as a father. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, she Dad. really. Yeah. So she's there, but it's like she she's not really giving much beyond that. Right. And uh, but that so that that's a little bit of a bummer. But I think overall it's it's a worthy movie, especially if you want to cry every time a, a eight year old cries, which is literally every other every other scene of the fucking movie. You start bawling your eyes think- out. I don't think I cried watching that movie. Oh, I didn't either, yeah. You're right. I mean, I didn't cry cry, but I got a little, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime you see, like, a little girl, and she was so good at it. Yeah, I know, she was really like, good. Like, they didn't feed her. That's <laughs> how <laughs> you get those real tears. I'm kidding. That's awful. They've told her, they said, you won't be gifted lunch until we see those tears. <laughs> and Fred's over there eating his third pet. Yeah, I know. He's you know? like, oh, I love, I love film work. Uh, okay well final thing final thing also how does that connect to Perry Gilpin I don't know we have our ideas and what by that I mean I'm vamping a little bit so that Kendra can look stuff up online you can probably hear the little pitter patter of her tiny little feet on the keyboard (laughs) I type with my feet yep she's got baby feet who did you just say Ron Howard how did you forget Ron Howard's name he's he's TV's prince I believe he was in an episode called Good Samaritan of Frasier. Was he in it or did he direct it? Let's see. Or was he the voice? Hmm. Oh, no. He's in it. Steven. He played voice. Steve. It was a voice. He was a voice. He's so good at voices. Yeah, he's always a voice. <laughs> anyway, point is, that's a real clean <clears throat> connect. Oh, my God, yeah. Super clean between yeah. Solo, it's Ron Howard, Perry Gilpin. Yep. Uh, let's look at her Instagram. <gasps> right. She's doing a lot, a lot of promo for yeah. her latest movie, Native Gardens. It's a play, right? Her play. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. I wish it was a movie because then we could watch. Yeah, we'd, um, have to, we'd have to fly out to, like, what is, what is this, like San Diego or I something? Think it's San Diego, but. Yeah. Anyway. Look at her. She looks great. She's got, the one, She's one... got like, a blonde wigish. <clears throat> oh. She had a Madonna shirt on one. It's like a garden, but it's inside. You guys get it. Yeah. Well, it's a play. It's a play. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, it looks fun. It looks like she's having a blast. I hope she's really enjoying it. Um, we enjoy watching her enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's the, um, the conclusion of this. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I just wanted to talk about one thing. All right. One more thing. It's brief, but it's about the current political climate. I have five points. Each point has three subsets. Honestly, at least you didn't say John Carpenter. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I got you to say it. It's me. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, bye, everybody. Guys. We've had a blast. Have a great one. <laughs> <laughs>